0: Welcome to Tony's Take
1: Podcast. Welcome to the 2019 Tony's Take Podcast, kicking it off on New Year's Day, episode 92. I'm Sean, joined with me, we've got Wrecking Ball. Oh no. (laughs) Oh!
0: (laughs) (laughs) I was honing in to do my...
2: (laughs) There you go. He turned his ears off for a second. I <laughs> zoned out. We've got Off-Road Andy. <laughs> yep, in 2019, still around. Good job, Andy. We,
1: yeah, we didn't get rid of him. And Tony Katz, yes. classy Tony Katz.
3: Woo, yeah, I got some dress shoes on.
1: Yes, he does. We're uh, We're just getting after A lot of other podcasts like to take time off around the holidays. We gave you guys the best of last week. I hope you enjoyed that. It looks like a lot well, of people I did. I just
2: did three days in the Bahamas, but I'm back ready. I'm he did
1: refreshed. He cut his vacation short. Because just get of his we... clear coat tan.
2: Uh, yes, exactly. That's...
1: You got a good base there, Andy. Yeah.
2: He maintains a tan at all times. I mean, times. we'll be in the beach not too far from now. Like, March? Maybe tomorrow. I was on the Maybe beach tomorrow. last night. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm talking about in the water. And it was freezing. Catching some waves, that kind of stuff.
1: Okay. You catch a lot of waves. I do. Wow. Well, uh... Welcome back to uh, work, Life, school, everything is kicking back in, it kind of sucks, but you're kind of ready to do it, and this and that, but that's why I'm bringing you the good old yeah. the good grace, well, the maybe, gospel here. Maybe
2: look at maybe we have some government employees that are fans, and they're not going to have to go back to work.
1: Yeah, they're so, having another snow day or two, yeah.
2: not cleaning up the bathrooms at the park. Uh, but this is the
1: uh, sports podcast, For those of you tuning in, make sure you hit that subscribe button, share with a friend, it helps us out.
2: Should we get right into the nitty-gritty? Let's do it. Yeah, Uh, so we're going to do something a little different. Uh, It's the first episode of the year. We're going to do some 2019 predictions. So, what's something we should all predict that's going to happen just a few days from now? And that is the NCAA football championship game. Uh, We know who's going to participate, and it's not a surprise. Alabama Clemson, again, meeting for what's like the fourth straight year. First year. Th- three, three out of four times in the championship game. So, predict away.
3: <clears throat> well, uh, I, I just don't see any teams that can just match up with Alabama. Just whenever you think a team can, it's just not close. The only one so far that actually had the good shot was Georgia, and then even they were up by two scores late in the game, and even Tua got hurt, and they still lost, but Clemson, though, I do think is capable of beating them because what Clemson did in Notre Dame was impressive. Beating them by as badly as they did. But then also Alabama is just like, they're really good. They got off to that. what I think it was 28 zero start on Oklahoma or 21 zero was something like that. I think it was 28. I think it was 28 too, And then, so in that situation you get too big of a lead, you kind of lay off the gas, which is what they definitely did. And then Oklahoma, meanwhile, is just firing, firing, and you knew Kyler Murray was going to be able to at least get something going at some point, and it ended up being a close game. Only lost by 12, I think it was. Was it 45-33 or something like that?
2: Yeah, it was around there. It was, yeah, I and think I mean, Alabama did not uh, beat them by the two touchdowns that they were favored yeah, by Yeah, Alabama end, so. was
3: favored by 14. It, I want to say it closed on uh, one of the sites I use at 14 and a half, and Early on, you're looking at that game, but it was honestly, it's that game Dane was like exactly kind of the story of how Alabama season has been. They jump off to a big lead early. That's why they've always been a great half. They've been this year. You've been making some money if you're betting them at halftime, but you just lay off the gas. It's just how it is. Obviously, you know Oklahoma was one of those teams they probably shouldn't have, but I think they made some mistakes going into halftime. They had a few bad penalties, took away a touchdown, ended up leading to a field goal. And, uh, I, I just think it was like after that drive, they just seemed like they got out of the momentum because you know, you're up 28-0 in your head, you're just it's just natural. You just kind of lay off the gas, and a lot of times that's when teams make their comebacks. That's why a lot of people have even said, like in sports like hockey and stuff, like having a three-goal lead is one of the scarier leads to have because teams just fight back. I mean, you see it yeah. a lot when one team kind of gives up and the other team just fights. But uh, Clemson
2: can beat them, but they will have to play perfect football to do it. Yeah, they'll need a great game from uh the, the freshman quarterback there.
3: And they have a good ground game. That defense is good, and I think that defense can kind of cause problems for Tua. I think you
2: can take away the run game of Alabama, but you're not gonna be able to take away that pass game. Yeah,
3: but even like Joe and I saw that that run that they had a couple good running backs that uh that yeah, Jacob Sky and or whatever did good, but strong offensive line again. At, at the same point though, that was against uh Oklahoma's defense, which had like a historically bad year, like stopping anything, especially in the red zone. They said they were like one of the worst teams in the country in red zone and giving up red touchdowns in the red zone. So we'll see. I think it'll be a good game. I don't expect this to be a 20 point Alabama win. I think this, I mean, the last two times they've played each other have been good games. I mean, when they played each other a couple years ago in the championship game, that was one of the better championship games ever. So I expect Clemson and, uh, Alabama to have another good game. Two strong defenses, two talented quarterbacks, solid running backs.
2: Should be a good fight. But you got to make a pick. Oh, I, I mean, I'll stick with it. I'll, Alabama. Roll Tide. All right. That's that's Joe's pick too. That's yeah, my pick. I don't well. even right. know what the spread is. What actually, Tony said. I'm not sure, but yeah, we'll the clean clean sweep. Alabama is just there's just more depth all around on that team. True. Um. But, yeah, it's not going to be it's not gonna be like the first two games here.
3: So, get this. Alabama's actually only favored by six.
2: Yeah, this is right. Which I think has been the lowest they've been favored all year long. Oh, definitely. They haven't been favored by six. Well,
0: this, this is the way I look at it is that the true testament is going to be Trevor Lawrence and how this true freshman plays against a really, really good defense because you're not going to get that one-on-one mismatches that they usually are able to see where they just throw it down the field, 50-yard pass, and then they're – about to get a touchdown. These are really good defenders that are probably going to go definitely for second round of the pick uh, to the league next year. So uh, they're not going to do it on the run game. So they're going to have Bama's going to want to have Clemson beat them do the pass, and that's where we're going to see it.
2: Yeah, he's not only going to have to not make mistakes, but he's going to have to make plays too.
0: Big plays, so, and that was the difference between them and Deshaun. Is Deshaun always gave him the advantage because of his legs. He was senior, and he was and he's more versatile, mobile. Uh, this kid's got some wheels too, though. You know, so no, this guy's I, gonna
2: be in the NFL. He's, he's gonna be a first round pick.
0: Definitely very talented. Well, we'll see. I'm rolling with Bama.
2: But yeah. Yeah,
3: it'll be interesting too, because I think. Uh, I mean, this game was in uh, what? Six days. Today's Tuesday. It's, it's on Monday. Uh,
2: Monday. Yeah, six days.
3: So it's it's uh, it'll be interesting because that spread I think is gonna change a lot because I imagine money is gonna come in on Alabama, and it'll probably go up to maybe six and a half, seven or something. But. Yeah. Because Alabama's kind of a public team, too. A lot of people like Alabama. But what I'm also interested in is the over-under is 59 and a half. That might be too high for this yeah. game. Cause yeah. Because usually these games, just teams play a little more conservative. It's the championship game. Slower start. I mean, a good thing might be, like, the first half under. Because if I'm not mistaken, last year it was a very low-scoring start. Because Alabama yeah. couldn't even move the ball at all. Yeah. I and then Georgia.
2: 10 nothing. And or then like
3: Alabama that. brought in Tua. And then that was when the magic happened. And then the game actually went into overtime. Which led to even you know an extra like nine points because I believe Georgia got a field goal and then Alabama yeah. threw the game-winning touchdown. We'll see. I expect a hard-fought game though. I mean, it's two good teams. I do think Alabama gets away with the victory, but would not be surprised if Clemson shows sign like could upset them. But if I had to go with it, stick with Alabama. It just seems like from the get-go, this was their year. You know. Yeah. I just think they're the much better team. Two has been here before he's won it. It'll be interesting to see how that freshman quarterback of for uh, Clemson does in his first championship game against a very good defense. And also Alabama is one of those teams, and you even said it when they were up big, because we both noticed how they started handing the ball off more, and it was like you said. They were already up big, and it's the true thing is they don't want to give anything away to Clemson. They don't want to do any of their big pass plays or like their, what they like to do too much because – you don't want Clemson to be able to study too much of it on film, so you kind of, you know, you just do hand off plays for the yeah. most part. But uh, the thing with Alabama is they, I feel like it's one of those things where it's like when they do play a big team, then like that's when the defense really wakes up. Because when you play all these cupcake teams, you get a big enough lead. It's like, eh, you get to a point where you're like, it's just not as motivating. But then when they get to this game, I mean, you notice when they shut out LSU and then, like that was a big game where a lot of people thought it was possible. Maybe Alabama was going to get upset that game. Yeah, as you know, they, even though they were fourteen point favorites, a lot of people liked it. It was Sunday night. It was a Saturday night game, but should be a good game regardless.
2: But Alabama, I believe, will get the victory. Yeah, and since okay. this is the uh, twenty nineteen predictions, yeah. I have to ask: Do you have any uh, picks for the twenty nineteen Heisman? Both the, both these quarterbacks will be coming back next year. Um, I, uh, you got Justin Herbert from Oregon's coming back. So you got yeah, some big that, quarterbacks.
3: So he'll, I believe, he'll be up there. But the one Jake I Fromm, like is It's uh, not a quarterback though. I like that one uh, little guy on Purdue. Oh yeah, forget his name. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I know who you're talking about. Yeah, he's the little man, the freshman this year. Um, oh, hold on, I will get his name right now. Yeah, just super, <laughs> super fast, and just has like a, had a nose for the end zone. And you can get that guy involved in some kick returns and stuff. Yeah, he was. Uh, I think it's Moore, right? Yeah, Montre, Moore.
3: Moore. yeah. He's uh, he's really good. He had a great year. Little guy Purdue looks like they're they had a surprisingly good year, and I think they'll do even better next year. Yeah, it'd be nice they, to
2: see them kind of have a little resurgent. They were they were a better program when I was a kid, and they've been kind of yeah at the bottom of the pack. I remember lately. too with
3: Purdue, they were always a pretty solid, uh, and they still are a solid yeah. basketball program. I remember that when they had Robbie Hummel and. Few other good guys. Tuan. Yeah, they were a good team, but uh, I mean, it's way, way, way too early for that. But I, I would say he's one of my top picks for it, and I, uh, uh, I mean, I want to say Herbert, but I, I don't know. I just feel like it just seems like the Pac-12
2: is lately. Yeah, I mean, that team. You're gonna need to win ten games to win the Heisman. That's kind yeah, of been the trend.
3: Because then it will be a quarterback like from Clemson, probably or. If Jake Fromm is going to well, be there, we can't, there, we can't take
0: year. out uh, Kelly Bryant because he's now going to a really pass-heavy offense in Mizzou. So he's always mm-hmm. there.
2: Yeah, you could see one of, like the last two years have been Big Twelve quarterbacks, same school, but um, just because those those schools put up numbers. I know Will Greer was kind of a hot pick coming into this year because he played at West Virginia, just like they're going to put a lot. That of is guards. funny
3: though when you think about that that it was both Oklahoma the last two years and it was both quarterbacks yeah. that just play in divisions where they're. Here's the other thing, too, and I know people get upset about this because a lot of people believe Tua should have won it still. And the thing I would agree with is it's like, you look at Tua, it's like Steph Curry. He he didn't play the fourth quarter a lot of the year on games because they were up by so many points. And then you look at the fact that Oklahoma doesn't play any defense. So it's like when Oklahoma doesn't play defense, it means these quarterbacks just are on the field a lot and they just do these big plays. And everybody knows. I mean, the Big 12 doesn't play much defense. It's always been like high-scoring games in the Big 12, not much defense. Then you go to divisions like the SEC or even the Big Ten that are more low-scoring and have good defenses. Like, you know, in the Big Ten, you got Michigan, Michigan State, who are two of the top defenses all year. Ohio State's usually up there. You get games like Iowa usually plays, like, gritty, low-scoring games. Well, yeah,
2: Iowa gets down to, like, zero degrees in some of those Uh, season games.
3: But, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's too early for me to—those
2: will definitely be some candidates, but—
3: yeah, I mean Sam Ellinger could even
2: be there. Yeah, we'll see him tonight. See him tonight. Yeah. So that that conference that seems mm-hmm. like a good a good pick is to go with someone from there. Yeah, true. You're playing a lot of a lot of soft teams, but fun fun games. I'm not gonna argue with the product. Um, we can move on to the professional side of football. We got to make some predictions on this weekend. But first, let's talk a bit about what happened this last week. We had the last week week seventeen. Um, we now we got all all the uh, the matchups for the wild card round the the big uh, matchup from last week. So the Steelers ended up winning, but Baltimore ended up winning as well in a very close game, which knocked the Steelers out. Um, Cleveland really could have won that game. I think they got yeah. down to like
3: the forty. So I I was watching on like being the Steelers fan. I was watching on the game cast, and my buddies were updating me. And what's upsetting is you don't want to believe it, but. Cleveland knew what was at stake. They knew whose season was on the line. They were trying. I, I mean, I, I believe they were trying, but it's like, it just kind of sucks because they were first and 10 at the Baltimore to 39, I believe, Yeah. and didn't even gain a yard. It was like, yeah, in that's... that situation, why are we not handing off at least the first time, try to get three, four yards, let that clock bleed a little, maybe do a little play, maybe even hand off twice, depending on how that first down goes, and set up to try to get a yeah. game winning 51 yarder, 50 yarder, but... They just pass, pass, and then I know they went for it on fourth and threw an interception, but it's like they didn't even attempt to,
2: I don't know, it just sucks. I think but, they were trying to win, but I think that was a bad decision to just go with all passes there. You know, give yourself maybe a chance. At, I, I I like your chances at a 54-yard field goal rather than fourth and 10 against that Baltimore defense. Exactly. So, yeah,
3: but, I don't know, I think it was more like their own personal stuff, like Mayfield was just kind of like, oh, I'll just keep passing. Like at the end yeah. of the day, because it's like, what, what do we care if we win or lose? It doesn't matter yeah. for us. But... I thought the one thing that they why they would have wanted to win is because they went seven eight and one, which is a great season for them. But I think you would have loved to finish over five hundred if you're Cleveland. I think that would have been almost like winning a Super Bowl for that franchise this year for yeah. those fans to finally see an above five hundred season. But with the Steelers, it was just ugly. Even if they were going to make the playoffs, nothing was going to come about it this year. I mean, they've got their. I mean, we'll save that all for another podcast time. But it's going to be an off. They've got story. some problems and now Antonio Brown I didn't even because I've been so busy this past weekend because of you know wedding stuff being in a wedding I'm not getting married so you single ladies that hear this voice I'm still single yeah. ow but uh he uh I didn't even realize he didn't play and then they just and then you find out like he was mad at Roethlisberger so I mean that, that team ever since Le'Veon Bell it's just it's shambles right now but we'll see what happens I mean let's stay true to my team you know, yeah, stick have to. Super, yeah. Through thick and thin, just like a marriage. Right now, I'm married to the Steelers. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we'll see. It'll uh, it'll be good,
2: hopefully. Yeah. So, in their place, Baltimore Ravens win the AFC North. They'll be hosting the Chargers next Sunday morning. It's going to be a big matchup. It's going to be I, a, I, hard for me to watch. These are your
0: Chargers. Yeah.
2: They, they are. I don't own them. Not okay. yet.
3: Not, not yet. Not yet. Did we want to predict how we think every game will go?
2: Who will win or lose? Or just who's going to win the Super Bowl? Well, we're going to do both. So let's just oh, talk okay. a bit about this weekend. So I'm still optimistic the Chargers will win. I think they they're just they're more complete. They have playmakers on both sides of the ball, whereas Baltimore's mostly defense first. Lamar Jackson. I think it's still too uh, mistake prone. That he'll he'll he's kind of an interesting player because. I don't think you'll ever get shut out with a guy like him because they'll, you know, break something off, but at the same time, they're not going to be able to put up, you know, four touchdowns or anything, so it's really up to that Chargers offense, who, they got to get it done, they got to be able to move the ball against a good defense, and I, I think they have the people to do it, um, and they're also, they haven't l- lost outside of L.A. this season, 7-1 road record, only road loss was to the Rams, the Coliseum, so. I think it'll be uh,
3: it'll be uh, it'll be good. I think for them. I think they'll get the revenge too. I mean, they're better than the Ravens. They're better than Lamar Jackson. And like you said, uh, Rivers did go out this year and win a couple big road games when he won in Pittsburgh, and then in Kansas City. So they're definitely capable they of one in
2: Seattle as well. One in
3: Seattle. That's impressive as also. So I think going to Baltimore shouldn't be a problem. And Lamar Jackson will be his first playoff game. The Chargers will have the revenge on their mind. So I actually do think Chargers will go out there and take care of business and win that game on Sunday. But, yeah, so that's my prediction there. I would say the Chargers. Joe?
0: think if that defense shows up, I don't think they're going to lose too many games. Unfortunately, that's been the – You can only lose one at the, this point. Well, the, the history – it's been the history of the Chargers to make it into the playoffs and then not go far. So mm-hmm. – you know, Philip Rivers has a lot of Mazzi. They're getting. They usually back don't lose and... in the wild card round. <laughs> they don't. They don't. So, I think this might be the su- uh, the the time that they could get past. But it seems like the the acquisitioning of Lamar Miller, has... Lamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson has uh, definitely worked in Houston. their benefit. That defense is pretty stacked too. Yeah,
2: no, it's good.
0: <clears throat> so, they're probably the best defensive statistic team in the playoffs right now.
2: Yeah, I think maybe yeah maybe on. Yards or points allowed. I mean, that Bears defense I think still is the scariest out there.
0: But they don't have that it factor. I don't know if Trubisky could really get the job we're just done. Just talking about defenses. Oh,
2: this is true. It's true. Yeah. So let's let's go to that matchup. the uh, The Vikings ended up playing the Bears in Week 17. The Bears. Bears had nothing to play for because the Rams were going to get the two seed because they were had a really easy matchup. But the Bears ended up playing everyone the whole the whole game and ended up uh, really not dominating the Vikings, uh, eliminating the Vikings, which allowed. The defending champions, the uh, Philadelphia Eagles, Nick Foles, to sneak in there. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's
3: exciting. To be honest, that yeah. it's just so crazy because Eagles didn't look like they were gonna make the playoffs at all last year, okay. or this year.
2: No, last year they were like fourteen and two. Yeah, True. last year they it were didn't very look like they were gonna do anything. Right, it but didn't look it looked like, look like they were gonna
3: go far because Wentz got hurt. But they were very good last year. But this year didn't look like they were gonna make the playoffs. Yeah, I think they were six and six. And then all of a sudden, Nick Foles comes back goes to LA beats LA the Rams yeah on Sunday night football is 14 point underdogs i believe which just continues to show the disrespect the league has for Nick Foles and then they go and they won somewhere else i can't remember exactly where they won they beat Houston at home and then they beat That's right and then they beat Washington the Redskins shut them out actually and yeah. yeah the Vikings lost to uh the Bears who at home which just proved that Vikings just didn't belong this year yeah and eagles are in and i'll tell you what what, why not again i mean i don't think so i don't think so because i think it'll be tough to go through new orleans or la wherever they have to go through
2: but honestly you can't doubt nick Foles,
3: man especially going against
2: like joe just said trubisky that's that's their matchup oh that's who they play as eagles bears that's what's funny the bears could have lost that game intentionally to the vikings and played the vikings again Yeah, but you know
3: what, though? Our buddy who's a Vikings fan made a good point. I think you'd rather play the Eagles than the Vikings just because the Vikings still have more weapons, I think, than the Eagles right now. Despite the fact that fools won the Super Bowl last year, I still think the weapons of Cousins, Cook, uh, Thielen, Diggs, I just think the
2: Eagles this year just don't have the weapons they had last year. So onto the prediction part of this. This reminds me a lot of the Rams-Falcons from last year. The Rams were definitely the better team, a team on the rise, Falcons were the defending NFC champions. who yeah. had a rough season. Yeah, you're right. Falcons got it done. And Rams the Eagles are used to, to cold
3: weather too. I think.
2: Yeah.
3: I think though, and you're right. It's the same situation too. No one had seen playoff football in LA in years. Yeah. No one's seen playoff football in Chicago in a while. But young quarterbacks too. Trubisky, Goff. Yeah. That one. Honestly, I'm on the. I'm honestly, I can. I hate it cuz it's like I can see both sides but gotta I got to a choose, it's gotta make a pick. to take a look. I'm going to stick with the Bears.
0: All right. The Bears. <laughs> Who's they, got home field? The Bears. Okay, then I'm going the Bears.
2: <laughs> All right, it's two Bears, one we'll, going to we'll, be we'll there, Pop. All right, so then uh Sunday night football last week we had a play-in game, basically the first playoff game. Had yeah, Blaine Gabbert against Andrew Luck. <laughs> That's what it came That's down a to. That's a bummer for Tennessee. Get, you get the home game, and then Mariota's hurt. Yeah, I felt for them. That was a bummer. I mean, that's that's Mariota's whole career. in The NFL has been—he's just always missing like random games. It's never it never seems to be like a big injury. I think he did tear it in ACL once, but he does seem to miss like a few games every year. Um, and as expected, they lost the Colts. One, they got that uh, that six seed, and they're uh, they're going to Houston, who they just beat. They just beat Houston on the road. Not that long ago, less than a month ago, I think. Andrew Luck, they look good.
3: Yeah. Andrew Luck looks good. He's also playing good. Yeah. Well, it's crazy how
0: drastically that offensive line like switched around, and they acquired Quentin Nelson, one of the better ones, and then better guards at least, I, and then they just solidified, and then all they've been doing is winning. Or the Texans could be the most impressive turnaround as well. Play, yeah.
2: Playing next to good offensive linemen helps your lesser offensive linemen a lot. I, uh, I like – I actually, I'll already say right now
3: – I. I'll take the Colts because this is another yeah. one of those games where I'm could see going both way, but I, I'm more so going to pick the Colts this game because I'm I'm going to be cheering for the Colts because I like I really like Andrew Luck. Like I saw a video of him talking to his coach. I don't know if the video was from this year or from last year, but he's talking. Wait, who's their coach still? No, who's Frank Frykryk. So yeah. it's a different coach. Yeah. It's not Pagano anymore. No. I knew no. that. So it was like a year or two ago then when he was with Pagano. Yeah. And they're down by like thirty. It's the third quarter, fourth. It's the fourth quarter, I think. And he's telling Pagano he's trying to get back out there. He's like, "Hey, coach, he's I need to go out there." He's like, "I cannot, I can't go down like this." And he looks at him. He's like, "I understand that," but he's like, "But we're down." He's like, "You got to understand, like I can't. God forbid anything happened to you. Like, how's that going to look for us or the team?" And he's like, kind of trying to like, and it's politely also, like it's like very yes sir, like this sir, like I want to get out there. And then like Pagano's like, it was a cool coaching moment because it was like Pagano's letting him know like, hey, I I love that, love that about you. But sometimes you just have to accept it. You just got to, like, sit back. Like, if I throw you out there and you get hurt, like, God forbid, blah, blah, blah. But it's just – I just like that about luck, that you know he's going to go out there and give 110%. And I'm glad that he has come back from injuries. He started off a little slow this year, but as the season went by and you could tell he got healthier, he did really well. And they were a well-deserved playoff team. And they're, they're the hottest team right now. And you're I, think, one I honestly think the Texans, being a team you're familiar with, I think they could easily – but then the Texans quietly have been to the playoffs, like, what, three or four years in I a row now? Three
2: out of the last four years. So the they Texans, but they, I feel
3: like the Texans usually get to about here, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. not much far. Well, they always so. end up having,
2: like, TJ Yates start the game and stuff. Exactly. Like, what they happened? get
3: injuries, but I don't know. I think uh, I'll stick with it. I think the Colts are a solid overall team. I think Andrew Luck. I mean, give me in that game, I think, kind of like two evenly teams. I'll just take the better quarterback. Yeah. So I'll take the
2: Colts in that one. So I like the Texans here because there's another off-injured superstar that's returning to the playoffs. That's J.J. Watt, who's quietly had a great year. Um, he's gonna—he doesn't know if he'll ever, you know, have the chance again. I think he really wants to. Uh, yeah. He's gonna give it his all. <coughs> Sorry, I had to cough. Um, i, I just—I think they have more talent on defense with him and Clowney. That uh can make a play that'll that'll change the game you just need you just need one i mm-hmm. think it'll be close
0: also mckinney has been playing really yeah. well too
2: they've 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 got some guys mm-hmm. on that got team some depth we'll see yeah the honey badger
0: the... tyron Mathew.
2: yeah all right joe i'm Tie actually breaker. really
0: really uh good like happy for him because he changed his life around and seems to be just playing more strictly on football instead of all the damn scrutiny and all the shit he was getting in trouble for
2: yeah he hasn't had any problems well in the i Alright Joe, tiebreaker. Who do you have in that game? Texans or Colts? I said the Colts. Alright. Alright. Two Colts. And we have one more matchup left, and I am blanking on it for some reason. It'll
3: be in uh Dallas.
2: Yes. That is it. <laughs> Dallas, you won a crazy game that didn't matter at all this week. Had like a fourth and fifteen. And, and the funny thing
3: about that game too, Dallas was seven and a half point dogs. Yeah. So I don't I don't know if that was Vegas assuming Prescott was going to sit at well, some point? Um,
2: Elliot was already going to be out. So they okay, assumed. Okay, so Elliot didn't play. They assumed they I, I think they the probably the assumed
3: Prescott would only play the first half or something. Because there's no way, even without Elliot, that they with Prescott playing, that Dallas would be a 7.5 point dog. But I assume also, I, I feel like Cooper probably didn't play, or did he?
2: He he played the whole game. Oh, he That's did? What, Elliot's the only guy that. Uh, Elliot and uh, Zach Martin really people who. Well,
3: Zach, then they must have really thought because the fact Giants were favored by 7.5 points, I don't know who in their right mind. Even if Prescott didn't play, who would be taking the Giants this
2: year favored by a touchdown? Especially if it's the Giants without Beckham or without anything. Beckham.
3: But the funny thing is though is they actually did come back. They were up by I seven. Was, it was a
2: really fun game when I saw that was the game on TV. Like you get the one game. Yeah. When you have local yeah. TV, and yeah. I was like, "What the hell?" But it ended up being a really entertaining. Yeah, game. that touchdown Barkley was uh, great.
3: Our uh, our good buddy that played uh that was a punter at SMU actually played with Beasley. Yeah. And that guy's good. And then like uh, one of our buddies' girlfriends who uh. Also went to SMU, said she actually used to tutor Colby's mm-hmm. so it's, uh. It's, but we were watching that game. We watched it live. On live, it didn't look anywhere near a touchdown, and then they slowed it down. I guess he got his – Got that butt down. Yeah, got his knee down on his side, and good for him. That was a great catch, big-time catch. And then they, I love the decision to go for two there because yeah. you're just like, who
2: cares? These are our rivals. Giants can go go to hell for all they care. Got to yeah. go for a win. So they won, and, and they uh, their reward is they get the Seahawks, who didn't look that good these last few weeks, but still they won 10 games. Yeah. They, they uh, have a super Bowl winning quarterback. The thing about, I mean, I'll,
3: I guess we'll make our picks or whatever, but the thing about Seattle is they always just seem to play well at home. But honestly, I, uh, I like the Seahawks in this game too. They've just been running the ball. Well, Russell Wilson's been here tons of times. Cowboys just lately do the same thing. It seems like they get here. They get to the playoffs at home that first game or something, then they just lose.
0: Well, they also never have the defense consistency to stay into the games once they make the playoffs. Unlike Seattle, Seattle's got a really good momentum led by KJ
3: and what
0: was the other one? What KJ Wright and um, Bob Bobby Wagner. Wagner. Bobby yeah. Wagner. That's
3: it. Yeah, no. Seattle's a good they, team. They still got some of those
2: guys. From they, the thing the Warriors, that Seattle's so. had
3: this That'll year that be. they really the thing that Seattle's had this year that they really haven't had in a while too is a ground game. I'm pretty we sure really they can. like led the league in total rushing yards or. They well, were up there, at least if they... Carson
0: was definitely a sleeper as well, and then they they have the penny, and then I think that... Well, dude, Russell Wilson Russell runs. Russell Wilson, too.
3: Yeah. But uh, I, I'm going to take Seattle there. I don't know what like any of the spreads are for any of these games, actually, but I would just take Seattle straight up, no matter what
2: they are. Because I assume they'll be like three-point dogs or something. That would just be yeah, my guess. Yeah, about right. Yeah, I, I like Seattle, too, because I... Dallas' defense has been great. I don't trust their offense right now, even, even with the addition of oh. Cooper
3: one- point dogs Seattle
2: so that just so goes to show you right there yeah
3: because they say home fields were three so they're basically saying if this field was a, if this game was a neutral field Seattle would be favored by two and if this game was in Washington if in Seattle they say Seattle would be favored by about five so it's usually about a six point swing from home to away in some of those games so they're basically saying uh Seattle's the better team so
2: yeah which they are I agree with. Joe, I think you're going to go to Seattle too, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. the Seattle's my team. Shows the
3: Hawks. How <laughs> <laughs> about you, Andrew? And along with that I, extension
0: I said, to Pete Carroll, baby.
2: I said Seattle too. righty. Right. that's
3: three
2: Seattles on that one. Alright, so that, that's the bulk of our our show here. That's that's the real meat. So now we're going to get into just some predictions all around some, different yeah, sports. But just fun predictions. Salami. Let's stick with the NFL. Just Super Bowl, really quick. Who do you who do you have win in here? You go first. Drop still.
0: Uh I think i'm probably just gonna go have probably gonna to want to go with the rams i think the rams this is their year and um the defense has kind of had good testaments throughout the season uh but when it really comes down to it we're gonna to have to see some star players make some plays and i think donald's gonna come through and that defense will probably they have enough veterans to make sure that they lock it down and i think that's the best part or at least they're going in there with the Arguably one of the best defenses, but I think collectively they're going to be able to get the job done with their offensive play.
2: That was my pick too. I, th- I think uh, their main challenge is to be the Saints. Drew Brees is a little—he's old. I'm—I don't trust old quarterbacks this uh, time of the year, even though they'll probably be playing in a dome if that's the matchup, NFC Championship game. But yeah, I got—I got the Rams as a Super Bowl pick.
3: So I'm like torn between two teams because. I, th- I'm. A, uh, you only got ten seconds. I mean, I before we move on. I'm gonna have to just go with it. I don't think it'll happen, but I also just—it's just what I, my gut's saying. I'm gonna go Patriots. Yeah. The reason the why is because I think of the road, they play at home either the Chargers or the Ravens, and I mean I know the Ra- Chargers are your team, but if they do face the Chargers, I just feel like. Patriots, Tom Brady. I think he knows when to like really get it going, and you saw what they just. I mean, even though the Jets aren't very good, it was just like I just feel like he's getting into like he's gonna start getting into like the playoff zone. And I think if he if if he has to play the Ravens, I think the Ravens could give him a little bit of trouble because of that defense. But he's not gonna lose to Lamar Jackson. I just feel like, and I just think that like the Chargers, I just I mean they're good obviously, but I just I think it's gonna be too many road games. I think it just really screwed him not being able to get home field yeah. kind of. Like you'd have to go to Baltimore, play a tough game. And then if you get past that, then you have to go to New England. It's too much time on the East Coast. I feel like also too much traveling because I imagine they'd come back, yeah, and then you go all the way back. So I just think that's what I just think it's it just screwed them because I think and I've said this to you before off off microphone. that I think I hate how it's divisions because it's not fair to me, not fair to me, but I mean, <laughs> to me, I feel like it's not fair to the Chargers that they have a great season. They go, what they do? 12
2: and 4? 12 and 4.
3: They go 12 and 4, and you're a five seed. It's like uh, it was a tied for the best
2: record yeah. in Happen the AFC. To, happened to the Raiders two years ago. It, it
3: deserves to be just the top six in order. Like they should have a first round bye with Kansas City. That's just how it should be. It's unfair because of this situation. Now you have to, you're an LA team. You have to go all the way to Baltimore. If you win that game, you come all the way home, and then you go all the way to New England. And I just think that's too much. And then I think ultimately it'll be Patriots versus Chiefs. And I just think, again, that game would be in – actually, that game would be in Kansas City. Yeah. But I just feel like Brady would have a way – would find a way to make it happen. I just – for whatever reason, I just don't see the Chiefs in the Super Bowl yet. I don't know why. Just – but when I close my eyes and vision the future, it doesn't have the Chiefs in it. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to say it's going to be Patriots, Saints, and and Tom Brady gets revenge. I don't think Tom Brady loses two Super Bowls in a row. And the world will come back to looking at this year and be like, the Saints were so good. The Rams were so good. The Chargers were so good. The Chiefs were so good. Tom Brady and the Patriots finally looked immortal. How did they win it again? And that is my hot take on that.
2: Well, I got another prediction for you Alrighty. then. Will Tom Brady or Drew Brees retire if they win the Super Bowl this year?
3: <coughs> Drew Brees, maybe. Tom Brady, no. Tom Brady already came out and said he plans on playing beyond 2019. So I think Tom Even if they win that big game, he's. Just-
2: like right. Manning,
3: I think it's more to him. I think he wants to just keep playing. I think if he feels good. He's saying, "Why not?" I think Tom Brady's one of those sick bucks that's going to play till he's like forty. Try to play till he's like forty-six. I don't blame you for
0: thinking like that, but also I think if he were to win another championship for the next three years, I think he might just cut it then. Because why would well, he this be is the twenty nineteen prediction? Why would I'm he have any other incentive? He
3: said. Yeah, no, true.
2: So no and no. Yeah, and I don't think I don't think either of them would. Retire. I think if I think if Drew Brees wins, he'll retire easily. That's I'll, say no. I'll say no. He comes
3: back for like one more yeah. year, but maybe, but maybe he should. He should if he went I feel like this they're year. just like a because he a just combo. broke the passing record. He's got three or four kids. You know,
2: nice wife. Very nice wife. All but right, the last prediction from the NFL: Arizona Cardinals have the number one pick. They already have their quarterback, so and there wasn't really a top quarterback.
0: Do they stick with the Rosen nosen Oh yeah, yeah.
2: So who are they drafting? You got like Bosa up there. You got some other. Offensive linemen.
0: I think their pro- biggest problem is the offensive line. So I think what's smart is they've already they've already gone with the quarterback. They've already have a running back. I think they need to establish that offensive line. But you go with that number one overall. I don't know if there's a prospect that's. I know that there's a really good tackle coming out of Mrs. Ole Miss, and he's supposed to be the best.
3: Uh, so this in a while one of these things I'm looking at has a than predicted to get uh Quinn Williams from Alabama, the defensive lineman, which I believe is like 92. number ninety two. Yeah. Who's a monster. I don't really but I agree. I think Arizona their offense I don't think is it's not good, but I don't think it's awful. I think Rosen will eventually get better. I feel like they have a couple decent uh receivers and then David Johnson's still there. But if that defense can you know, you put some pressure on the quarterback. But their problem is that sucks is like they're in a division that's got solid offenses. I mean, Russell Wilson is good. The Rams have like one of the best offenses in the entire league and then you know, Garoppolo's coming back and we found out this year that they have some young weapons, you know, with that Kittle and yeah. You know, a couple good receivers. So, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I and like I'm sure people want to play with Garoppolo. I mean, the Niners got a young coach with Schottenheimer, so
2: all right. I think they're going to take Bosa. Yeah, I think uh, pass rush is still in. I think interior pass pass rush is really shown to be almost more important. But I think there's still edge rushers are so, you know, well liked. I think, and, and he has the family name of an established yeah. player. I think they're going to go with uh, Nick Bosa from Ohio State. All right, let's move on to some uh, another sport, a sport we haven't talked too much about, hockey. Do you see uh Vegas making another playoff run this Absolutely year? Absolutely not. I said that last I yeah. said that
3: after last year. That was just a magic season. It was their first season right when the season started. They already, you know, the whole city went through the tragedy when they had the Route 91 stuff. It was just they just played I think with heavy hearts all year, first year. And they honestly doing that expansion draft actually did have a solid little team which obviously I mean they won the they won the West. They went to the uh, Stanley Cup but I even said last year they weren't going to be nearly the team this year, and you don't even
2: – I don't even hear people talk about them anymore this year. They're still in the playoffs oh, right yeah, now. they ended today. I think they're like sixth or something. So, But no no deep run again. So who is your Stanley Cup pick then?
3: I'm at, honestly, I'm going to stick with what I said at the beginning of the year because I really did call this at the beginning of the year. Like if I said I was going to have to – if I would have put future money on it, I said the Toronto Maple Leafs. So I'm gonna stick with it. Being just because I've always been a big fan of John Tavares when he was on uh, the Islanders, and when he came to this team that already had a young team, you know, they have you have Austin Matthews, you have a couple other good young players. I just thought that was gonna help them a lot, and they also have other veterans like Patrick Marleau still on the team that does well, and they and they have a solid goalie. I mean, Frederick Anderson, he was the Ducks goalie here, so we saw a lot of him. He's a solid goalie. He's good enough to be on a, to help a team go far that scores four goals a game, which they basically do. The only thing I would say is that I think their biggest problem is also in the East coast. Cause I believe it's Tampa Bay who fell just short last year when they lost and they're just as hot again this year, averaging like four goals a game, leading the league. You've got a great goalie and the or whatever is you say his name. And then you've got good goal scorers and stuff. So Tampa Bay going to be the team that I think gives them trouble. But I said at the beginning of the year, so I'm just going to stick with it. Toronto. I like them a lot, especially since Matthew seems like he's having a really explosive
0: season so yeah. far. Who do you think's gonna win it? I don't Is know. Joe's, Joe's a
3: quiet hockey fan. Uh, he doesn't uh, talk uh, about. I go. Much.
0: I got the, you know me and my Rays. Yeah,
3: yeah. yeah and my okay, Rays. here's the Lightning. He's talking about, but <laughs> yeah, okay. I was like, wait, you said the t- the Rays, the Tampa Bay Rays. Yeah, that's that's baseball. It is Tampa Bay Lightning. Oh, my bad. <laughs> oh,
2: I knew what he was saying. <laughs> oh, he, he
3: does talk about the Lightning a lot. He's
2: like, he's like, he's a, I, I he's a closet lightning, lightning fan.
0: But, but it's hard to argue that Matthews is doing really well. And then the Oilers always play hard defense as well, so it's kind of like a structured team. But we
3: also, I mean, the Oilers have arguably the best player in the world on their yeah. team, and Connor McDavid. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't think Washington's going to repeat again. Pittsburgh, along the way somewhere, just lost their defense. <laughs> They give up – they score six yeah. goals a game but give up like – I mean, not six goals a game, but they'll have games where they score six goals but give up like five, and that's always concerning. I mean, they just give up too many goals to compete, I think, in that East Coast because of teams like Tampa Bay and Toronto that can play really good hockey. So, But I'll, I have Toronto. He has Tampa Bay. What about you, Andy?
2: Oh, I don't know enough. I need to do my research. All right, that's fair. Yeah, I won't know enough in this I one. I will say
3: for sure I think it does come from the East Coast. I do think yeah. it will be one of these two teams we just said. If I had to put money on each team, I would say Toronto and Tampa Bay would be my two safest bets. All right. Also, though, one last quick thing. Now I think about it a little more. I do think it will be one of them representing the East. I think it will be Nashville representing the West, though, because Nashville has been that team. They lost to the Stanley Cup two years ago. They like had a solid season last year but didn't make it. If I'm not mistaken, they're, like, one of the top teams again in the West. And I just think, like, it's one of those things where I just feel like Nashville is due to just win a Stanley Cup sometime soon. If they yeah. don't do it within these next couple of years, then I don't think they're going to do it again for a long time. Just teams have those little pockets of, like, four or five years where it's, like, they're good and they almost get there and then they, they just can't win it. And then if it doesn't happen within a few years, it's it's lost. So I, I could see Nashville – I think Nashville will win the West, but I'm still standing by Toronto <laughs> – Winning the Stanley Cup.
2: Right, how about some predictions for the Champions League? Some we haven't talked about. Uh, does Juventus have have a chance to even reach the Honestly, final? Any team with Ronaldo
3: has a chance. All right. I say that because Toronto. So, let me see here. I was trying to. So, I've got the. Let's see the legs here. This is when it gets exciting. We're in the round of sixteen. So I'll just quickly tell you who I think can win every leg, and then I'll – because just it's it'll be quick. Yeah. It's just whoever – like, they're all playing each other right now. So the way it works, because we don't really talk about soccer too much, is the legs are leg one, leg two. So each team gets to play home once, and then at the end of the two games, whoever has more goals total moves on. And then if it's a tie, they go by who had more away goals as the tiebreaker. So. And then obviously if that's all still tied, you go to a 30-minute overtime, and then if it's tied after that, you go into a shootout and then – ultimately move on. So the first one we've got Roma versus Porto. I don't think either of these teams are going to win at all, but I'll say Roma wins that league. Then this will be a good one. Man United versus PSG. Ever since Manchester United fired their coach a couple weeks ago in the premier league, they've gone like three and zero or four and Oh, and they've been scoring like three, four goals a game too. Like they've been emerged. Like it's just a new team, a new coach. They're playing different. They're looking good. Will that be enough to beat PSG though? I don't think so. PSG is just too strong with Neymar, Cavani. So PSG I believe will win that leg and also I believe PSG is good enough to possibly win it all. Yeah. Tottenham Dortmund. I think Tottenham that'll be a good leg also but I think Tottenham gets past them. Real Madrid get they play Ajax, they're getting lucky there. I think Real Madrid wins that that leg easily. Barcelona Leon, no question Barcelona. Bayern Munich, Liverpool—that'll be really good. Because Liverpool, I still think is very good, and uh, Bayern We're not Munich having the like,
2: same kind of season. That yeah, they did last Bayern
3: year. Munich just seems like they're getting older, so I think Liverpool gets past that. Atletico and Juventus will be good, but I think uh, Juventus will sneak by. But I don't think it'll be easy. But I think it'll be one of those games where like Ronaldo just—he's so used to Atletico Madrid. But then again, Atletico Madrid's used to Ronaldo, so they might know how to stop him. But I think they get past it, and then Man City will get past Schalke. But ultimately, I mean, uh, it might, uh, I hate to say it, but I mean, it might be Barcelona. They just, I don't know. I mean, Man City's always like a top team up there, but for whatever reason, I just don't see Manchester City winning these big tournaments. I just, for whatever reason. I
2: think I reason, saw they're, they're the favorite right now. Yeah,
3: I know. And I, I just I just don't ever see it with them. I don't know why. I just feel like when they do play one of those elite teams, they just, don't do that well and Aguero who's their in my opinion their best striker is always hurt it seems like Ronaldo if if Juventus were to win the Champions League this year I think you'd have to almost go down and say Ronaldo might be arguably like maybe the best ever or one yeah. of, definitely he's already one of them but because Real Madrid won three in a row which is incredible and it was all because of him because ever since now he's left Real Madrid hasn't been that great they're definitely not going to win it this year but if he can make Juventus win it, who's a good team. I mean Juventus was in the final four last year. They almost took out Real Madrid. But I still think Liverpool's really strong. I like that attack a lot. They have, in my opinion, one of the best goalies, one of the top three goalies in the world in Allison. So not that guy from last year that dropped No, not the guy that blew it. If they would have had him if they would have had Allison last year, I think they actually would have won it. Yeah. So you know what? I'm gonna go bold. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Liverpool. All right. That'll be my final answer. I think they'll be getting good value too, because Barcelona. I just think they're beatable. I've like whenever they've had games where Messi doesn't play and stuff, they don't score that many goals. They're just not that same really good, scary deep team in my opinion anymore. And uh, I just think Liverpool right now might be that team. I mean, they've got Salah, who's one of the best goal scorers. He's got good company with him. They've got depth. They got a good defense. And like I said, I think they have a tremendous goalie. So. I think they can get back there this year, and if they do get back there this year, after what happened last year, this time having a much better goalie, I assume Salah's not going to get hurt again in the first 20 minutes like he did this past season. I think they go in with revenge on their mind. I think Liverpool wins the Champions League this year and then wins the Premier League and just has a great overall season. It's going to be a good 2019 for Liverpool. Yeah. It's
2: going to be a good April for Liverpool. Good May. I mean, that answer, answers the question I was going to ask uh, like for a dark horse pick, but I think that... That counts. <laughs> so isn't, they're not one of the, the favorites. Not one of the Spanish. Big yeah, Spanish if I had fans. a, like, it seems more open this year, right? Yeah, more it does. I mean,
3: I'll uh, hold on. I can really quickly try to. I can see some what the actual future odds are for the Champions League because it says right now. Okay. Well. Wow. So it says to win outright. Yeah, Manchester United favored at plus two seventy five. Barcelona plus four twenty five. PSG plus six fifty, but yeah, Liverpool plus eight fifty, and then there's Juventus plus four fifty. So I would say yeah, that kind of counts as a dark horse. But if I had to go even like darker horse, like even bigger of an underdog, I would say you know you could maybe say Bayern Munich yeah. at thirteen to one because they do still have good goal scores. They're still a good team. So I mean thirteen to one for Bayern Munich's not bad value at all. But I'll stick with Liverpool at eight and a half to one. So if you're gonna bet on them, bet them now because it's just going to get – odds are just going to go down more and more because if they get into the final eight yeah. and then the final four.
0: What if I just put everything down on Tottenham?
3: <laughs> Tottenham, huh? Well, uh, Tottenham wouldn't be bad, 23-1. to one.
2: 23.
3: <laughs> they got Harry Kane.
2: Is he Harry? <laughs> just kidding. <Okay>. That's enough. <laughs> All right, well, we're, we're, we're almost done here. I want to go to baseball. I want to stick local. Are the Angels gonna have a good season this year? That's that's what I... No.
3: Okay. I think the AL West is just getting I mean, Houston's still so good. Seattle got rid of a lot of their people, but then they got this Japanese pitcher, yeah. who I've never even heard of, obviously, because he's from Japan, but he's 106 million apparently they spent on him. No. So I I but I don't think that'll make them I think they lost too many people. So I don't think Seattle's gonna be good. But Oakland, Oakland's let's not forget so that year they had. They were a playoff team. They're a good team. They're a very good hitting team. As far as I'm concerned, a lot of those their key guys are coming back. Right? I don't think anybody went anywhere. They still have Davis, um, they still have
2: Olsen. Um Chapman. The pitcher at the Angels sign. Oh, Cahill. Yeah. But I mean he's not amazing, but he was big for them. Okay. Gave him some good starts. But that's not like anything big huge. What about Matt Harvey?
3: Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, if Matt Harvey can pitch yeah. like it was two, at two. Prediction, how many whatever, starts is
2: he going to half?
3: Then that uh, could be on yeah. to something there.
2: And we're, we're going to talk more about baseball. I want to do kind of like a recap of the offseason sometime soon. So, And then we'll definitely talk about our, our World Series picks after everything's settled. It's hard to make a pick right now when you don't know where Bryce Harper's going to play. You don't know where Manny Machado's going to play. So, We'll okay. just hold off on any baseball predictions past the angels won't make the playoffs uh, so the last thing i want, last sport i want to talk about we can get sean involved Is tiger gonna win a major this year there's four of them, you know just gotta wow.
1: win one i mean sky's the limit for that guy but uh i'm gonna go ahead and say one i'm gonna be a little optimistic all right just needs to win one to yeah. win one i like those odds <laughs> uh out. uh
3: before the Phil Mickelson thing, I would have said yes, yeah. but I don't know. I just feel like something like that might have honestly thrown him off.
1: Yeah, I can it see just that. seemed
3: like, I don't know. I mean, he had all that momentum, I feel like, and then they go stick him into this like two-man tournament thing, and I know there's been nothing big since, so it's hard to gauge, but I don't know. I mean, I hope so. i I'm gonna be optimistic with Sean also and say one. win one. I mean, or also Not asking too much. He's gonna win one he, just because he was close. Yeah, and I think he I don't think that'll he's too good to have that actually really throw him off too much. I think he'll get back into the rhythm of things again and then maybe one of the later ones in the year. I mean, I don't know about the Masters, but maybe stuff that comes out. So they after changed it.
2: the order this year, I believe. So Masters is always first, but then the PGA is now gonna be in May, which usually that comes after the US and British Open, so They'll be if he's playing well. I think they'll be closer together and he'll have a good chance. Yeah, he's on a hot streak. Last year he seemed to get better as the season wore on, though. I'm gonna say no just because of the odds. There's too many. There's too many good golfers. Yeah. Um, I think he'll be good. I think he. It's like he figured it out. He'll be competitive. Um, but the last question about that one versus one matchup: Are we gonna see another one of those? Is it gonna be different golfers? What do you think? Uh, I think
3: so, and I think it will be different golfers. I think
2: that was a really cool thing. I think people enjoyed
3: watching it. but And I think that's one of those things where I don't think you just do that once. I think you just do it, and then you kind of learn from it and try to make it better. So I think next year, like we said, I think maybe they'll have it more organized with, like... Because we watched it for free. Yeah. I think they'll have it more organized and stuff, and I think it'll just be more... I don't know, kind of... I think people like that kind of stuff, that weird one-on-one stuff, and to gamble on it. And the fact that gambling is becoming even more and more legal. It's just something kind of fun to do. So, uh, I get, but it'll definitely be different golfers. I think, unless they have some big thing set up like the rematch or something, but yeah. I don't think so. I think, uh, I think people, Dustin Johnson's a very popular golfer. Ricky Fowler very popular. So I think guys like them. And I think what they'll want to do next year is nothing against them. Cause, but I think they, probably want golfers maybe to do that that have more personality so when they're talking it's more kind of like just funny stuff or I, I and would I'm, like and, sorry no I was just gonna say I, it was nothing against Mickelson just Woods has kind of a weird
2: personality yeah what I was gonna say I would really like if they do it again have Phil there in the booth instead of that that guy that was the golfer that was there commentating that oh, Paperez. Yeah, yeah no, I think pa- Phil no would be perfect at that because he is the gambler he would know Yeah, and if he had like a direction to them and be like he would, would be Setting the bets. What I, think I honestly think would be fun, to
3: be honest, is uh, if they kind of did, like, a little two-on-two thing. You
2: know what I mean? Have, like, have like a team captain and pick your,
3: No, pick like No, like, we'll just have, like, yeah. like, Fowler and Mickelson versus Johnson and Woods or something like yeah. that. You know what I mean? Where it's just, like, they play together as a team and you just, that way you're seeing more golfers. Hit best ball
1: or something? or More or personality.
3: Just, I mean, yeah, if they want to do it like that, too, that's a lot of eagles be, on that. Be, yeah. That'd be kind of
1: fun. I think they'll definitely do it as well. Maybe not, you know, in this year, but uh, just because I feel like there's going to be a lot of back and forth with PGA and all that nonsense. But, I, I, yeah, and I think if they could spice it up, maybe have, you know, I don't know how to do it, but just make it more palatable for everybody. Yeah. Uh, not a, a lot of the downtime of them just walking, like have some ringside girls or something, you know? Have some
2: sketches between the. Yeah, after they drive the digital short. Yeah,
1: <laughs> but yeah, I I agree that it's it's the first one. They're working out the kinks. They're gonna make sure they charge everyone this time around if they do it again. And I do think they will do
2: do it again. So, so uh, one sport that we didn't talk about and we're not going to, the NBA because we're gonna talk a lot about the NBA over the next six months or so. Yeah, there's a lot. Uh, there's not really any predictions. You don't have to predict that the Warriors will win because they will. You know, just that's boring. But there's excitement to talk about with it just in the regular play, and we will, just not this week. But, bam, come back next week.
3: All righty.
1: I like well, that. There you have it. What a note to go out on on episode 92, sports, the first sports podcast of the new year. We have been joined with Off-Road Andy. That was me. Joe Wrecking Ball. Wrecking Ball. <laughs> Making sure he's paying attention. Ton of cats. Yep. And myself, Sean. Make sure you hit that subscribe button, share with a friend, and check out our entertainment podcast. Happy New Year.